Are you an educator who works with vulnerable children? Are you frustrated with trying to meet the needs of vulnerable children in an inflexible, target-driven system? Would you like to know how you can better help support these vulnerable children in your school or organization? Well, look no further. Welcome to this special podcast series from Braveheart Education. Now, please welcome your host and the author of The Teacher's Introduction to Attachment, Nicola Marshall. Hello and welcome back to the fifth podcast in this series, this special series on the teacher's introduction to attachment. And we're going to talk about today a little bit about some of the strategies that you can use um, with children who've experienced trauma. And what I've found is it's really helpful to have some guiding principles really in how you how you approach children who've had a difficult start in life. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about guiding principle number one. Um, which is all about relationships. It's so important for children, or well, for all of us actually, to um, to experience really good, healthy relationships. But for children who've not experienced that, where relationships have been the thing that have let them down, it's even more important that um, they receive really good relationships and experience good relationships with adults and with other peers. I heard um, a youth leader speak uh, just a few weeks ago and um, he said something about he was talking about the ratios of children to adults that you need when you're running a youth club or when you're running small groups with children and um, he was saying that in a small group um, setting you need one adult to five children Uh, and then he said actually he believes that it's the other way around that actually we need five significant adults Um, to input into one child's life. And I think that's really important. Um, For children who have experienced early trauma, who who don't have great relationships outside of school um, or the clubs that they're in, then the relationships that they have within those settings are even more important um, than they are maybe for other children. Uh, And wouldn't it be great if there was uh, for a child that you might be thinking about in school who really struggles that they know that there are at least five significant adults in their life that could really influence them uh, and impact them and be there for them when they need them. Um, So I'm just going to talk a little bit about one of the um, uh, techniques that we use within kind of adoption and within uh, the attachment world. And it was created and developed by a man called Dan Hughes, who's a child psychiatrist from the States. Um, And it's called PACE. And it stands for uh, Playful, Accepting, Curious and Empathy. Um, And those are the four elements that that Dan Hughes believes, and I've seen this as well with my own children and other children that um, that I've I've been around, that actually this way of approaching relationships with children can be really, really useful. Um, So I'm just going to mention a little bit about each of those four elements. So playful, being playful, that really is about um, having a a light touch with children, not... um, focusing too much on the heaviness of, uh, of their lives and um, and this can be in how we, we speak, our tone of voice, the kind of storytelling, sing-song type voice. It can be actually in how we interact and how we play with them um, to, to really get down to the level of play that they're at. Um, and it's about not getting caught up in the kind of Uh, lecturing type approach that we might do normally with children. If children um, do something that we consider to be inappropriate, um, 
we might uh, sanction them in school or we might you know tell them off or we might shout um some of those things are going to be really difficult for these children and actually it's going to send them into a spiral in terms of their behavior so we have to think about trying to be a bit lighter and trying to be a bit more playful in our approach with them you have to be really really careful with this one i've found because like a lot of children they don't get sarcasm banter is difficult for them teasing can be difficult and we tend to do that more the older they get as they get into the teenage years we tend to do more teasing and banter with them and um, for children who have that feeling of shame at the core of their being it's really hard to be teased uh, and to hear those things because they do take them literally so you have to be careful with this you have to find the balance between being playful but also being respectful of of you know how they feel and where they're at and that moves me on to the second element really accepting them and this is about really um, accepting their inner world accepting Uh, the feelings that they have, the negative ones as well as the positive ones, accepting their uh, hopes and their dreams, the whole inner world. It's not about accepting their behavior, but it is about accepting who they are and validating their feelings. Um, So, for example, if a child comes and says something like, um, you know, everybody hates me, nobody likes me in the school, what we tend to to want to do is to, to reassure them. We tend to want to say oh no that's not true you so and so likes you and and I like you and you know you're such a likable person but for a child who really feels that at the core of their being when we do that that just kind of um uh, diminishes everything that they feel it makes them feel that we don't really understand and that we're actually dismissing those real feelings for them Um, So acceptance really is about trying to get them to understand and to do it ourselves that we do understand where they're coming from, that we do accept that, yeah, things can be hard. So our response, a better response for a child like this might be something like, oh, well, that sounds awful that you think everybody hates you. You know, if I felt that, I wouldn't want to come to school either if I felt like everybody hated me. So it's, it's identifying with them, it's being real with them, and it's not trying to move them into something that's just about ignoring what they really feel. And then moving on to curiosity. Now, this is about um, staying open-minded about them, asking lots of questions. So, you know, how does it feel to, to, to feel like, you know, nobody likes you? What What is that about? You know, stay curious, stay open-minded, even when you think you know what it's about try and ask more questions try and get them to understand what it is about what's going on for them what is the root cause of what's actually happening and of course we have to do all of that from an empathetic place really a place where we can say you know i'm trying to understand where you're coming from where we understand that the root of most of their behaviors is fear um so you know if we can be empathetic towards them then they then they can learn how to be empathetic towards other people as well as we said earlier in the brain podcast about you know if they haven't received empathy then they're going to find it really hard to give it um so try and be as empathetic as you possibly can and it can be hard at times uh, because they do know how to push our buttons but it's about being able to step back and do the whole pace thing be playful accept where they are be curious about what it's all about uh, and show them empathy as much as you possibly can So thank you for listening um, to our fifth uh, in this series and we'll be coming back soon with the next guiding principle.
Thank you for listening to this podcast, part of a special series introducing the teacher's introduction to attachment. To order your copy of this book, go to www.teachersintro.com.